incubation hours for like three hours um, and then go to like a chemistry lecture and then lab until like 10 p.m. And this was five days a week. And then weekends I would study uh, for my classes. And oh my gosh, like what a grind it was. Um, I missed out on a lot of social settings. Welcome to the Pre-PT Grind Podcast. Before we begin this episode, we would like to thank you for taking the time to invest in yourself as a pre-PT on your journey to becoming a future doctor of physical therapy. This episode has been sponsored by our Acceptance Navigator Series, which is a free four-part pre-PT video series where we teach you exactly how to take full control of your PT school acceptance journey, as well as how to find clarity and direction as a pre-PT so that you can dominate your application regardless of your GPA, GRE score, or fear of PT school rejection. Learn how to get into the driver's seat of your acceptance journey and not leave your acceptance to chance by shooting in the dark and hoping for the best as an applicant. This is the most value that we have given away and it's free. Take control of your pre-PT journey today by going to www.acceptancenavigator.com. That's www.acceptancenavigator.com. This episode has also been sponsored by our friends at ptschoolprobe.com. Listen to this. One of the biggest fatal application mistakes that thousands of PT school applicants applicants make each year when applying to PT school is not applying to schools that are a perfect match for them. Partnering with our friends at PT School Probe has made that a problem of the past. As PT School Probe makes it extremely easy to plug in and enter what you're looking for in your ideal schools. And you will be immediately matched up with your perfect match DPT programs in the United States. To get matched and locked into your perfect DPT school programs, go to www.ptschoolprobe.com www.ptschoolprobe.com and use the code preptgrind in lowercase letters to get a discount and let them know that we sent you there. That's preptgrind for your code. This will save you hundreds of dollars in your application by helping you avoid throwing away money at the wrong schools and saving tens of thousands of dollars lost every year that you miss out on becoming a DPT. So go to www.ptschoolprobe, that's ptschoolprobe.com and use the code preptgrind in lowercase letters to, to get a discount and let them know that we sent you. And that's because we got you covered and we are excited to share this next episode with you. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the podcast episode. We look forward to serving you. Have a blast. This is the Pre-PT Inspire series. It's um, I say this all the time, but I mean it. This is my favorite series that we do. Um, and the reason why it is so is because this is where we bring in students just like yourself who have gotten into PT school and just have them share their journey, have them share their story. And the goal is that by the time you finish listening to each of these episodes, you feel like you can do it too. The goal is that after you listen to Dr. Bourne here and all the other students that we brought in, I want you to feel like, wow, like if, if Brenda could do it, then I can do it too. And the reason why that is, is because on these episodes, we're talking about their journey. Obviously they get into PT school, which is a good happy ending, but we also talk about the middle. And the middle is 
the moments where it maybe didn't feel as possible or the moments where it was frustrating, the moments where there was a lot of doubt. And for y'all as pre-PTs, that's what you feel many of the times when you start to second guess yourself. And so I want you to relate with all of these other students that we're bringing in. Uh, Brandon, how are you feeling? I'm feeling great, Joseph. Uh, it's an honor to be here, to be honest. I've listened to a ton of these and it's just surreal to be actually part of one. So wow. thanks for having me, man. Man, it's an, the honor is mine. The honor is mine, man. Cannot wait. This is going to be good. So uh, before we get to the part of your journey that, you know, the challenges and the sacrifices that came with your pre-PT experience, uh, tell us where it started. Like what led you to choose physical therapy to begin with? Absolutely. So I'm a career changer. Um, I actually studied computer science at University of Maryland, Baltimore County. And I think I originally got into it for the wrong reasons. Um, not that they're bad reasons. It was more so for the money, lucrative job market, rather than me really being interested in the coursework. Um, so I graduated, uh, got a great job out of college. I was a software developer for a couple years. Um, and then after not really feeling that too much, I uh, decided to try to change it up with like the more business side of software development. And I was a business analyst for the Department of Justice um, for like three more years. But like during that time, it just, it didn't sit with me well. Like often I think about how I'm going to feel like 90 years old, like looking back on my life, am I going to be proud of like, my life's work? We spend most of our lives doing our job. You know what I mean? And like, sitting in a dimly lit cubicle, working on a computer all day, just, it just didn't ignite the fire in me. You know what I mean? Um, and so not that there's anything wrong with computer science. I have a bunch of friends that, that love it. But uh, for me, I, I yearn for something different. Um, I was also raised in a family of athletes, uh, played basketball, soccer, and football from an early age, which evolved into uh, like yoga, breakdancing, um, capoeira, uh, more outlying physical hobbies. And uh, naturally, I developed a few injuries along the way and uh, just fell in love with like the research process for um, healing my own body. As my knowledge grew, I found myself like helping other people as well, like friends and family with their injuries. Um, and uh, additionally, I've like been dealing with chronic migraines my whole life. So I uh, just again, through like the research process, I've like greatly eliminated those from my life. And I find myself helping people like friends and family with migraines as well. And so I really just like started to connect the dots about how good it felt to help someone with their pain um, and just help them manage that. And uh, during the time of like, I was a software developer and business analyst, I was kind of having like an existential crisis um, tons of anxiety. And uh, I was forced to do a little soul searching, um, a lot of journaling, brainstorming. And uh, I came across physical therapy. And um, it really just I just had a really good gut feeling that this was right for me. Um, and so I just followed those breadcrumbs. And here we are, Joseph. <laughs> oh, wow, wow. I Man, there, there's so much to unpack. And, you know, I, I, so, you know, some of you are non-traditional students, which 
uh, means that you didn't go directly from undergrad to PT school. Um, and some of y'all are traditional students, but, but, but at the end of the day, what you're talking about is just really, really knowing that you're doing what you're doing because you actually want to serve in this way. Like when you were referring to your 90 year old self, looking back and being able to, you know, say, Hey, I, I did what I want. Like I did what I felt called to do. I didn't just do something because it, it looked good on the surface level. And there's nothing wrong with money. Absolutely nothing wrong with money. And so I don't want us to like <laughs> make that sound bad, but the, you basically were just like aware of the fact that it wasn't what you wanted to do for your career. And you didn't want to, knowing how much time we spent working and doing all those things like you were saying. And, um, and, and, and now being in a position where you were like, no, 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 no. Now I feel called to being a physical therapist. I, I, feel, I feel called to the field of physical therapy, even after being in a very successful uh, career. So, uh, so that right there is something that for those of you that are listening to this, I would invite you to do that for yourself as well. Ask yourself, like, if, if you're being called to do like PT, like, like, what, like, like really ask yourself, like, am I just doing this because it's cool or I saw it somewhere and it just kind of seemed like a nice career? Or do you feel like this is where you're being called to go? Because if, 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 if this is for you, then the rest of this interview is exactly what you need to listen to, right? Because if this is for you, <laughs> then we have to figure out how to get you into a program. But, but, but if you haven't gone through that process of figuring out why and, and, and whether it's something that you actually want, then it's gonna be difficult to actually deal with the tough moments, right? Because we're about to switch into that. And in the tough moments, you're like, I'm pretty sure for you, and you'll talk about it here in just a second, but I'm pretty sure for you, Brandon, like when moments got difficult, you were like, no, 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 no. Like, like, this is how I want to serve. This is exactly what I want to do. And I, I'm not ready to give up on it in order to do something that will still take care of me and my family, but doesn't really fulfill me the way I feel physical therapy will fulfill me. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. And I think that's um, something that a lot of people don't, don't really take into account. Anything else to add to that before we go to the second question? Yeah. Um, and I would just say, uh, that like during that time when I was really soul searching, um, one book that I read, that's like one of my favorite books is man's search for meaning by Viktor Frankl. Um, and he was like a Holocaust survivor that went through the concentration camps and like really survived and helped others survive because he found meaning in it and like purpose. And so that really like pushed me to, to find what my purpose in life was. And like, I'm a big believer that everyone should know what their purpose is. Um, and so, yeah. And like this, I was confirming my decision when I was like doing observation hours. And I just think it's amazing, Joseph. And like, you know, this feeling probably that like as a DBT, you can give someone hope and like you could maybe help someone's father walk down the aisle with their daughter and things like that, that are just like, I would never get that kind of fulfillment and job satisfaction if I, if I stay in computer science, for me at least. Wow, yeah, I couldn't have said it better myself. I, that was powerful. Um, and so for those of y'all listening, I hope that part was helpful to you guys. Um, let's go to the second part. Now you, you basically have figured out that physical therapy is a career path that like is fulfilling. Like it's like, wow, like I can see the fulfillment within this profession 
and I want to do it, right? And so it's 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 pretty exciting at first, right? When you have that realization, now you're basically switching gears, you're you're shifting in your career, and you're like, okay, I'm I'm, I'm stepping away from the career path that I've been on. Uh, now I'm going towards physical therapy, but it wasn't always easy. So for you, what were your biggest struggles and fears? along your journey to, I mean, you're on here because you got accepted, so we'll get there. But but prior to that, <laughs> what were your big obstacles and struggles and fears as a pre-PT? Because that's what I want students to hear. Because many of the people that are listening to this right now are in their own struggles. Like they're having their mm-hmm. ups and downs. And I want them to hear it and say, wait a minute, if Brandon can do it, then my struggles don't mean that I can't get into PT school. Because sometimes that's what we start to assume. We think, oh, like, I'm not going to be good enough. I'm not going to be able to, you know, compete with other applicants. Like, so, so for you, what were those for you so that they can start hearing what you went through uh, prior to ultimately getting accepted? Oh man. And uh, I just got to say, Joseph, like you have such a way of uh, breaking down the question, like so eloquently, you know, like hats off to you. Um, But wow. uh, What a journey it's been. Um, It was, it was really tough. not going to lie. Um, and I wanted to do it while working full time to save money for PT school. So I've kept the computer science job the whole time. Um, I actually put in my two weeks notice last Friday because I'll be starting soon. Um, and so, you know, it was just a lot of, I had to go back to school to take every prerequisite. Um, and you're familiar, I get observation hours, GRE, essay. And so my typical week was wake up at 5 a.m., take the metro into downtown D.C. to work until like three, uh, go get observation hours for like three hours, um, and then go to like a chemistry lecture and then lab until like 10 p.m., and this was five days a week, and then weekends I would study uh, for my classes, and oh my gosh, like what a grind it was. Um, I missed out on a lot of social settings, but, you know, it's, it's like you were saying earlier, when you have your why and you have like, this is what I want in my life this is what I want my life's work to do. You have like such an extra resiliency to all that stress of, of the grind of that pre-PT grind that just keeps propelling you forward. You know what I mean? It's um, like, it sucked. And there were many nights of just self-doubt and like I'd be in tears, you know, and it was just awesome having like such a great support system, like uh, accepted system. And it was tough, man. I mean, there's like a whole situation with my GPA being super low and um, real quick, just in case someone's dealing with this, uh, I didn't realize that PTCAS calculates their GPA using every class you've ever taken because my university only counted the retakes so I thought I had a 3.0 when I initially applied. And um, when I applied in like early June, uh, I got emails from all the schools I applied to saying I had like a 2.98. Like after a bunch of prereqs, I was like 0.02 short. And so the school was like, we can't review your application at this time. Um, and so basically I had to get an A in this summer class I was taking like in one month a four credit anatomy class one month just to have my application reviewed. Um, And it was just things like that where like the pressure just comes in and the self doubt, like, 
I'm older than a lot of applicants, you know, like I feel like a year is so valuable for me and to lose it to another, to wait for another cycle was just like the anxiety was just through the roof. But, um, you know, you just really think about like, like I said, when I'm 90 years old, like I'm going to be glad that I pushed through this and, uh, it was, it was a journey, man, but it's so rewarding. Wow. Wow. For, okay. So for me, and for those of y'all listening to this is a podcast episode, uh, write it down somewhere. Uh, and if you're driving, just don't write it down, drive and be safe. Um, <laughs> write down excuses versus reasons or put that in the comments, excuses versus reasons. Listen very carefully, y'all. Like, this is so important. And, and oh, this, we could stop the interview right here because that was so significant. Because, no, 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 being so serious. Because, because what happens is a, a lot of us, like, we all have crazy lives. Like, like, life is not this smooth thing that creates pockets of time where it's like everything's just perfect. And as a pre PT, you can only focus on studying. And no, I mean, life is life. Like, you know, you had a full time job, you had to make sure that you were maintaining that you still got to pay the bills and all the other things, right? You were, you're taking classes at night, right? You're in a position where you're like, okay, I got school to tell me I have this 2.9 something GPA, and I need to get these eight, like straight A's, basically, you know, on my remaining classes. You're doing all these different things. And, 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 and why I'm saying excuses versus reasons is because that's the difference between like who you can be and who most of us choose to be. It's very easy in that situation for you to be like, you know what? I don't have time. I don't have time to retake classes. I need to only look at schools that won't care that my GPA is, is low or no, no, no. But you said, uh-uh, this thing is far far greater than just <laughs> than just applying like you keep talking about this narrative of you as a 90 year old and I don't know like I don't know if y'all listening I don't know if you guys do this where you just ask yourself what will I what will I think of like what will I what will I look back on will I regret not making certain decisions right and and, and for you you basically have this 90 year old self that that, that keeps reminding you uh-uh this is what you want <laughs> This is what you want. And so for you, you decided that all the things that were roadblocks, whether it was working, whether it was time, whether it was age, those were going to be your reasons to make it happen now. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Whereas Absolutely. Those, those could have also been excuses. Your excuse could, could have been, I'm too old, an excuse. Your excuse could have been, I don't have enough time. I'm working a full-time job. I'm in a career. Like, don't they understand that I got other things on my plate? Those could have all been excuses. Your excuse could have been, I've been out of school for a bit. Like, like those are all excuses. And, but we all have a choice. Every single one of y'all has a choice. Y'all watching and listening to this right now, every single one of you has a choice as a pre-PT. Will you look at the things that are holding you guys back and see them as excuses for you not being a good applicant? Or will you see them as reasons to step it up? Reasons to say, okay, I need to channel deeper to what Brandon just said, my why, my reasoning for why I'm doing this thing. And that's why I said, like, if you're not sure that PT is for you, then figure that out first, because we're going to need it when those excuses or potential excuses start to pop up. So you chose reasons, which, which, which is like, I just respect so much because it's hard. Like it's hard to do, man. So 
Uh, super, super impressed, man. Um, let's go to the next question. I'm, I'm, I'm going to combine the next question into two. So, uh, well, the next two questions into one correction. Um, the first one is um, you at some point basically said, you know what, like I'm, I need help. I need guidance. I need direction. I need coaching. And you joined the accepted system. So I want you to just tell the, the students that are listening and, and, and even me, um, what led you to look for non-traditional guidance? And once you found it, how did that program, how did the accepted system help you deal with your main roadblocks prior to finally getting accepted into PT school? Absolutely. Um, and again, well said, like just with all the comments on how I answer the question, I just, um, but yeah, so I wanted to give myself the best possible chance of getting in uh, my first time because I wanted to get out of my old career as fast as possible and transition into something new that I wanted to do. Um, and so, you know, as I started to piece together the checklist of things I needed to do to uh, apply to the schools I wanted to, um, it, it was very overwhelming. You know what I mean? Like there's a lot of things I had to do just to apply to the school, let alone like get into the school. I was going on YouTube a lot and Google a lot, just reading forums and watching videos. And I think I stumbled across a pre-PT grind, like one of your older videos um, with you and Casey just talking. And man, I just like, I really related to that. Uh, you, you guys inspired me so, so much. Um, I, I think I even commented on one, like a couple of videos and I was like, man, loving the content. And like, either maybe you or Casey replied to me and I was like, oh, nice. Like, so like, you know, I connected to them a little bit, <laughs> but um, yeah. So as I watched more and more of the videos, I became more familiar with the work you guys do. Um, and then I joined uh, like one of the Facebook groups and I watched some of the interviews um, and man, I was just like, these guys are such an asset for someone who wants to get into physical therapy school, like why would I not take on mentors who know exactly how to push me there? Like they have all the answers. Like why would I just wing it on my own accord to try to get into school? And so I, I took a chance with you guys um, and I, I joined the accepted system and man, it was, it was awesome. Like such a empowering community to be a part of like so supportive um, uh, I had a coach, uh, Robin was my coach. Um, and like, it's, it's just such an asset. First of all, the modules were all really helpful for like my interviews. The, the GRE code was great for studying for the GRE. Um, and then just like for interviewing and writing my essay, like you guys have a, a roadmap for everything to make you stand out. Like, like, I feel like I have such an advantage over people who are not part of the acceptance system. And then besides that, like just having a, a group of mentors that I can bounce ideas off of or vent to, um, I feel like I, <laughs> in those late nights where my anxi anxiety was climbing through the application process, like I was messaging Robin and Casey a lot. Um, I think you might've had your, uh, your baby around that time. So I, I let you off the hook a little bit. <laughs> um, but yeah, I probably talked Casey's ear off so much. So 
Uh, yeah, thank you, Casey, if you're listening. But um, yeah, like I, I don't think I really would have gotten there without the accepted system and all you guys do. Like, I appreciate you all so much. Um, it's like a family, really. And everyone just wants the best for each other. Yeah, wow, wow, wow. You know, last night um, we had uh, we had our meet and greet for season 11 because season, like, season 11 just started. Um, and I told him, I was like, I think a lot of us as pre-PTs have been hardwired to be like competitive with each other. And I was like, listen, y'all are part of this program now, drop it. <laughs> like you are, <laughs> you are each other's allies now. And so, uh, so, so yeah, man, it's just beautiful to have a nice support system and other people that are fighting with you. So, uh, I'm glad that you found value in it and that, it, you know, that we were a part of your journey to getting accepted into PT school, man. And for those of y'all that are listening that are like, Hey, I'm just stuck and I'm looking for guidance and direction. Uh, we have a, a free four part video series that we did. Uh, it's at acceptance navigator, acceptance navigator.com. Uh, and if you go there, Casey and I literally did these four videos to break down the blueprint that Brandon and all the other students that have been a part of our coaching program have followed uh, and, and, and how that just helps you be very specific because that's the goal, right? Like not, not generally applying, but understanding, wait a minute, like this is what I don't know, you know, and, and, and how I can actually shift it and use it in my favor so that I can become a strong applicant. So if you're looking for guidance, uh, go to acceptancenavigator.com. We got you. We got you. Go watch it tonight and then uh, let us know if you have any questions. Uh, but for you, Brandon, I have two more questions. The the, the first one is, uh, what was your acceptance day like? Like the day you got accepted into PT, <laughs> what was that like? Um, walk us through it because after the, the sacrifices, after, you know, remember how we were talking about excuses versus reasons, you know, finding your reasons and making sure that you, you were able to take classes at night and work during the day and make this drastic shift as a non-traditional student like like what what did that day mean to you and how did it happen break that down <laughs> uh, I feel like this is everyone's favorite question um yeah so uh just to preface it a little bit um once I finally got my application reviewed my GPA was good um I didn't hear anything for months and then in uh like late January I got a call for an interview and I went all out for this interview I even bought like photography light boxes just to make the aesthetic of the interview look great. Um, and preparation went really hard. I had like a mock interview with Robin. And um, so it went great. And then I got put on the wait list, like number nine on the wait list. And this school, University of Maryland Eastern Shore, the cohort size is like kind of small. It's like 30 to 40. So number nine is almost like a third of the whole class that has to leave for me to get in. And so weeks went by, like a month went by and I was like moving down the wait list very slowly. Like my anticipation was just like about to explode. And then um, one day the administration lady, uh, Ms. Hickman was hitting me up about getting some additional information. I was like, oh, it's over email. I was like, why is she asking me this? And then I asked her, I was like, am I still on the wait list? And she said, uh, not anymore, smiley face. And then I got my official acceptance letter and oh my gosh, I, I lost it, Joseph. I like, like tears were running down my face. I like, I'm in an apartment building, so I can't like just scream, you know, someone like thinks going, something's going on. So I like ran to my bedroom and just stuffed my face in a pillow and just like yelled. And oh my gosh, I like, I called my parents and like, they were crying and it was just a beautiful moment, man. Um, 
the best email I've ever received in my life. So it was just like the culmination of like two years of just blood, sweat and tears and dedication. And, and you know, the feeling like it's just incredible. Oh man. Like just talking about it. Like <laughs> you see on my face, how excited I am. Yeah. yeah. I see the smile, the smile, <laughs> the, oh, the smile says everything. The smile says it all. And um, and it's a, a very much deserved, very much deserved, man. Um, wow. After, um, final question. Um, what would you what would you give as words of wisdom? Just advice, whether that's um, I always like to kind of say like you know advice that you would have given yourself maybe a year ago or two years ago if you could go back in time um, to to help you kind of get out of your head. I mean, even this past fall, you were freaking out. So you know, like like what, <laughs> what, what would you what would you just after everything that's transpired over the last few months and years what would your um what would your advice be to other students that are still on their journey that um might have had similar fears and struggles to yours oh man great question um i'll try to keep it brief so first and foremost i would say um when you're first thinking about going into pt school like plan everything out um like i wrote everything i needed to do the all the prerequisites like when i would take each one when I would get observation hours and like study for the GRE, like I had a really tight schedule to stick to. Um, and that just helped me stay organized in my thoughts. Like I wasn't, it took away from the overwhelming feeling a little bit. Um, and I will say that like, oftentimes when we see this big task of like getting into PT school, it's like a mountain. And there's a great quote by Will Smith that when he was young him and his brother had to build this wall this like brick wall for their dad's shop and they built it and after he learned that like you don't set out and say i'm just going to build this wall like you say i'm going to lay this single brick as perfectly as i can every day and then eventually you have a wall like sometimes it's just difficult to take the first step because you're looking at how big the task is but the task is never huge. It's just one brick at a time. You know what I mean? And so planning it all out really helped me lay those bricks, like the, each prereq and observation hours. Um, and so that was like my big one. But I will say, uh, use visualization as well. Um, like I would wake up every day, I would stretch, I would meditate, and I would just visualize getting that acceptance letter and visualize all the work I'm doing, getting A's in my classes. And like, I would really feel the emotions that I thought I would feel when I got accepted. And like, I think the more we focus our mind on our goals and visualizing with, with such detail, like we naturally just gravitate towards that over time. And I think it's a very powerful tool. And you know, when, when you get there, it's like, it's like, wow, I, it's exactly how I imagined it. And it's just amazing. Oh, wow. That, that, that was so powerful. Um, I hope y'all caught that. I really do. I really do. Um, first of all, perfectly laid bricks build <laughs> a perfectly structured wall. Right. And I think it's just the notion of just don't overwhelm yourself with everything at once, figure out what your game plan is. Uh, that's why it's so important to just take a massive step back 
and just like what you were saying, man, you were like, Hey, like I, I knew everything to a T. Like I just, I knew what my structure was. I knew what my game plan was. I knew that I didn't have a lot of wiggle room. I just had to execute on it. And it was just a matter of, okay, what's my next task. That's all I'm focusing on just doing that well. And then what's after that doing that well, and just consistently doing that. So I love that. And yeah, uh, that video that I, you know, I listened to that video with Will Smith talking about uh, just, you know, laying every brick perfectly. And in that moment, it's only about that brick. And then once that's laid perfectly, do the next one and the next one and the next one. So I uh, love that. And then visualization, 100%. I would, I would challenge y'all to, to spend five to 10 minutes each day doing it. Uh, because, and I've said this in other live streams, but um, what you focus on expands, right? If I'm focusing on the worst possible scenario, which is me getting rejected or me not doing well on the GRE or me not doing what, like your actions will actually follow suit, right? Like how many of y'all have ever been so anxious about something that you just kind of like went into shutdown mode? You just went back to bed or just watched a whole bunch of Netflix or just unplugged from all social media. Like, like, like how many of y'all have done that? Well, your actions actually stifle you from being able to do what you actually need to do, right? So when you start focusing on the things that you actually want, which is the acceptance. Like, what would that actually feel like? Like, 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 I mean, for you, Dr. Bourne, you're able to like tell us what it felt like because you've experienced it. But for those of y'all that have not experienced it yet, what will it feel like? What will it mean to you? Then take that and say, okay, what am I willing to do to get to that feeling? What am I willing to do to get to that day? Oh, this is what it will mean to my parents. This is what it will mean to my siblings, to my spouse, to my kids, whoever it is. Okay, take that and then figure out that day, what do you have to lay? Like, which brick do you have to lay that day? Get to work and do that day after day after day. I think with the whole pre-PT journey, there's a reason why we're bringing y'all students here, y'all, because this is a real experience. This is real life. These are real fears because we're human beings. But at the end of the day, there's no shortcut to it. There is no shortcut to it. There is no way around it. It's just a matter of saying, what do I need to do? Do I have, like, like am, am, I, am I setting myself up through these things? Am I setting myself up for success by doing the things that will lead me to just show up for myself every single day so that I do not self-sabotage? And, um, and then if you're stuck and you're like, I don't know what I'm doing, I don't have clarity. Well, okay, we're here. We got you. Go to acceptancenavigator.com and you'll know what the next steps are from there. But, uh, but that's it. This was amazing, Dr. Bourne. This was absolutely amazing. So I, I just wanna say thank you uh, for taking time out of your evening. And so um, anything else you wanna tell the people before we wrap it up? Uh, I, think, I think you summed it up perfectly, Joseph. <laughs> like, wow, like you're an incredible speaker. And I appreciate it that. was an honor. It's, it's an honor to be interviewed by like, such a talented uh, interviewee or interviewer on the interview. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and, no, no, you, you, and we're going to keep like, kind of like gassing each other up on here, but no, 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 no. you're, <laughs> you're, you're, you're a, like, like the way you articulate your experience, that's actually hard to do because like, for example, when I asked you a question and you were like, oh man, I got so, like, immediately I could tell that you had so much you wanted to say, but being able to just like, like take it and say, this is what I want to communicate and being able to articulate that so well, man, that, that's a gift. So um, you're a phenomenal communicator. And, and like I said, man, uh, super grateful to have you on here. Um, and it's an honor to have been part of your journey. And for those of y'all listening, 
Hope y'all were inspired. If y'all enjoyed this, share it with a friend. And we'll see you guys on the other side. Much love. Bye. What is up, guys? You've been listening to the Pre-PT Grind podcast, where we don't just help you get into PT school, but our mission is to make you the best physical therapist you can possibly be. And I have a quick question for you. Did you enjoy this episode? And if you did, I want to ask a huge favor. See, the biggest thing that helps this podcast grow and that will spread our message of helping pre-PTs get into physical therapy school without wasting time and money is if you rate, review, and subscribe to the Pre-PT Grind podcast. What this basically does is tell the platforms out there that we're on is that you like our stuff, that we're doing something right, and that we're bringing value to you all, our audience. So if you can take about three seconds out of your day to rate, review, and subscribe to the Pre-PT Grind podcast and tell your friends about Pre-PT Grind, we would be forever, forever grateful to all of you. So thank you again for listening to another episode of the Pre-PT Grind podcast. We will see you on the next one.